Welcome to the Mountain Park Church Podcast. We're excited to share this week's message with you. Our mission is to allow God to work in and through us, and we'd love to hear your story of how God has been working in or through you. Email us at mystory@mp.church and tell us how God has been working in and through you. Hey everyone, Pastor Brenda here. I'm excited to be with you again this morning. And I've just been thinking a lot about this season that we've been in this year. And again this week, I want to just jump off of some things that God's been talking to me about and revealing to me in my own life. And what I hear you guys talking about and what I see in your lives and your families as we've been chatting about what's been going on this year. And one of the things that I'm really um, maybe concerned about a little bit as we kind of roll back into um, meeting with people again and adding things back into our lives, that this has been a, a season where the forced isolation and social distancing and being apart from other people has actually been really beneficial for a lot of us and for our families. It's actually forced us to take a restful break and actually remove things out of our lives that otherwise make us really busy. Um, you know, a lot of families, we have sports that we're running to. There's volunteer commitments. There's all kinds of things that we've added into our week that make us super busy. And we run like to the limits in every area of our life, not just our time, but all of our resources and our money. We often live paycheck to paycheck. We don't have a lot of extra um, to pull on or resources that are stored up. And I feel like this is not a great thing. It's not a benefit to us um, to not have wiggle room in our lives, to not have a little bit of space in all the different areas of our life in order to allow God to move. I think it actually would be good for us to have a little bit more margin. And this idea of living with margin in our life is actually a biblical principle. It's part of the law that God gave to the Israelites in the Old Testament. And we're going to read that in just a sec here in Leviticus. But I feel like the principle of this, even though it's Old Testament, even though it's part of the law, I feel like the principle is there in order to lead God's people into a place where he can bless them, but also through their lives and through the abundance of what we have, bless other people around us if we leave that time and space for him to move. Let's look at what the scripture said. It's in Leviticus 23, and it says this, When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap all the way around the edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and the foreign resident. I am the Lord your God. I feel like it is human nature for us to provide for ourselves and to actually trust what we produce and what we're able to um, earn in a week and the time that we have. It's our human nature to actually be a little bit selfish with that. And in this scripture, God was actually commanding the Israelites to leave a strip around the edge of their fields that they didn't touch. 
even though it was part of their harvest, even though it was something that they were entitled to take in and to earn money off of or feed their family with, God was asking them in faith to leave it behind so that he could bless other people who were poor or marginalized and actually needed the food and the provision in their life. So he was using the abundance of what he was providing for his people to provide for other people. And I think this is an amazing concept, not to actually extend ourselves fully in every area of our life, but to leave room for God to do some work. We live in a society where we live, we leave very little margin in our lives in any area. As I said before, we, we live like paycheck to paycheck. We stretch ourselves financially. We stretch ourselves in our time and our resources. And a lot of the time we are running on empty, just trying to do everything that we've packed into our schedules and get everything done. And a lot of the times we are actually even overwhelmed. I can't tell you how many times I've run into somebody before COVID and they're like, I'm busy. I'm just busy, 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 busy. I don't know how I can fit in going to a connect group. I don't know how I can get up early and pray in the morning. I don't know how I can fit this stuff into my life because I'm so busy. And I'm afraid we're gonna go back to busy and forget what it was like in this season. I've heard so many people say that this has been a blessing to reconnect with their families, to actually um, be able to have the space and time to connect in a way that we haven't maybe in years. And a lot of couples are saying, hey, we're closer because of this time that we've spent together. This was a blessing for our family and our marriage. And so I want us to come out of this as we begin to add things back into our life in a careful way that we're just aware that this was maybe good for us and be aware of what we're adding back into our lives. Whenever we get overwhelmed, it increases our stress and it decreases the quality of our relationships. Two things that we don't want in our life. Stress is not from God. Stress is because we're worried or fearful or we've picked up too many things that we weren't meant to carry. And when we see a decrease in the quality of our relationships, that's not a godly thing either. He intended that we would love God and love our neighbor, love others. We need to be living that out in our everyday life. We need to have great quality of relationships as Christians. We should be an example to the rest of the world what it looks like to be a great spouse and a great friend and a great parent and coworker. This is a principle that God set into place. In the scripture that we read in Leviticus, he said, I am the Lord your God. God was saying, I am gonna provide for you. I'm asking you to leave this margin around your field, but I'm actually gonna provide for you because I am the Lord your God. You don't need to trust in your harvest. You don't need to trust in what you're able to provide for yourself. I am your provider. I am the Lord and I am gonna take care of you. And he wants to use the abundance in our life and our faith and obedience to bless others. And the reason for this principle, the reason God put this into place is because he was inviting us into his kingdom activity. 
He wants to use our lives to impact other people, but we have to make ourselves available and make the time and the space in the different areas of our life in order for those areas to be used by God. When we get focused on our own little world and we forget that God has called us into a life where we are called to use what we have to bless other people. We are called by Him into His kingdom to be part of His activity, to partner with Him, to see kingdom impact in the world around us. But we can't do that if we don't leave space for it. Now, I don't wanna poke the bear too much here. I'm gonna try to be careful, but I have to say this. Some of you fill your lives intentionally as a way of coping because you're unhappy maybe with the things that you would actually have to sit with in those moments of silence. And we can't just continue to cover up, continue to cope, continue to hide things that otherwise need to come into the light where Jesus can actually impact our lives so that we can be a better person. There's no use hiding by adding more things into your life. Maybe it's time you got alone with God and had that time to just sit alone with Him and hear what He actually wants to say to you. His grace is sufficient. Even if you're scared, don't continue to fill your time with other things. Maybe you need to be in His presence. One of the things about this principle from Leviticus was that it takes faith in order to leave this margin in our life. It takes faith to believe that if we leave the space, if we don't use every penny we have, if we don't um, take in everything we need to take and keep it for ourselves, if we leave the space in our lives by faith, we have to believe that it's God who's gonna fill it with good things. We can't do that. We can't make that happen. It's Him who has to bring those things into our life. And God will actually honor that. If He's asked you to do it, and you, in obedience, leave this space in your life, this wiggle room, He's gonna honor your obedience and actually bring amazing things into your life, things that you can't even imagine right now. God wants to do incredible things through your life, but maybe you're just not giving Him the space to do it. The Bible says that faith pleases God. And this is just one other area that I wanna to touch on really quickly because I think we often maybe believe falsely that faith pleases God in the same way that good behavior pleases our parents or you know, being good at school pleases our teacher or doing a good job at work pleases our boss. And we, we look at the scripture and we say, faith pleases God, so there must be something that I need to do better in order to please God. But it's not about our behavior. That's looking at it all the wrong way. Faith pleases God because he loves us and he wants to do incredible things in our lives. And when we actually align with him and in faith, we are obedient and begin to live out his principles in our lives, it opens the door for him to do the most incredible things and bring blessing into our lives. Faith pleases God because he loves you. Faith pleases God because he wants the best for you. He wants to bless you and bring great things into your life. 
but he can't do it if we don't believe that it's possible, if we don't trust him with everything. And so it's up to us to actually leave the space, trust God, and expect him to do great things. It's not about what we do for God. Faith is about what God wants to do for you. That's why it pleases him. He wants to bring good things into your life. Living stretched to the limit in every area is not what God intended for us, ever. In fact, throughout scripture, you will find principle after principle where he's asked us to leave room in our finances. He asks us to give and to save out of what we earn and what we bring in and to understand that whatever money comes into our hands is a resource from God to be used how he asks us to use it. We're not to worry about what we're gonna eat and, and drink and putting clothes on our back and shelter. He said, don't even worry about those things. Focus on my kingdom first, put my principles first, and all of those other things are not gonna be a problem. I will just make sure they're added into your life. When we live by the principles that God lays out for us, by faith, he brings great things into our lives. And so when we leave space in our finances, when we leave space in our time and in our week, and we leave space in every area of our life, it allows him to come in and move. Some of us have been maybe weary and heavy burdened in life with all of the things that we have on our plate, all of the things that we're constantly doing. Jesus spoke to this. And I want to read this scripture out of Matthew. Um, and it just says this. These are Jesus' own words. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus um, not only taught this, he taught us that he is um, our rest, that we can actually rest in him, but he actually modeled a beautiful and healthy rhythm for rest and ministry in his own life. When you read through the gospels, you see that Jesus often retreated from the the crowds to a quiet place so he could be alone with the Father, realign himself in prayer, and then come back out of that place of resting with the Father and walk back out into ministry so that when he was with people, he could be all that God had called him to be. And I feel like we need to learn a healthy rhythm of rest and ministry, of rest and work for our own lives. We need to know what we need. Healthy people know what they need to stay healthy. We need to know what is a good rhythm for my life. How much can I actually handle before I start to feel overwhelmed and stressed out? Maybe some of you need to set some good boundaries in your life. Maybe you don't know how to say no to people. We need to learn how to say no to good things sometimes so we can say yes to the best things the things that are good for us, the things that benefit our families and our homes. So maybe we just need to get a healthier rhythm so we don't go back to being stressed out and overwhelmed in our lives. Jesus taught us 
this healthy rhythm, but he also said, I am your rest. You can learn from me because he said in the scripture, I'm gentle and I'm humble at heart. He was humble because he understood his weaknesses as a human and surrendered himself to the will and the power of the Father in order to walk in this life. He trusted God and we can trust him in the same way with our lives. He is, Jesus is everything for us. He brings us wisdom and clarity and direction for our lives. He teaches us how to say no. He teaches us to set boundaries. He teaches us to adopt his principles and his teachings and apply them to our lives so that we can be the best version of ourselves in every situation. He is our provision. He is the word. He is our daily bread. He is everything we need. And when we carve out that time in our life to spend with him and leave moments um, that are just free, he's actually going to step into those places and bring everything that we need. The Bible says that um, we have actually been given everything we need for life and godliness. But we actually have to take the time to realign ourselves with God, to rest in Jesus, so that we can carry all of that out into the rest of our week and be better at work and with our families and at home, so that we can be everything that God has called us to be. God has gifted and called you to more than you could ever imagine, ask, or think. But you've got to get into His presence, get realigned with Him, so that you can walk it out. I believe there are kingdom assignments on your life that God's just waiting for you to give him the room, a little bit of wiggle room, a little bit of opportunity that he can work with to use to actually benefit you and others around you. We need to learn to lean in and embrace his strength, his leadership in our lives. It's our responsibility to leave margin in faith to be obedient and expectant, but it's God's responsibility to use that margin to advance his kingdom. It's our responsibility to leave the space. It's his responsibility to fill it. You don't have to go running out, trying to fill it with the right things. Sometimes it's just waiting on God and listening in his presence that he can speak things over you in a way that you can walk out and be obedient to the word that he's brought into your life. But we need to carve out that space. So I wanna ask you, what would a healthy rhythm look like for your life? Maybe um, since COVID has happened and the season of isolation and being with your family, maybe you've been questioning or wondering, what would a healthy rhythm look like for me? What would it look like for me not to go back to being as busy and stretched as I was before this season? And how can I specifically make plans to not go back into that um, space of being overstretched and overworked? We need to give God a little bit of room and be the kind of people whose lives are a place where others can glean from the goodness of God. Going back to the scripture we read in Leviticus at the beginning, 
Those fields were left so that others could glean and get something good in their lives from the goodness of God that he had poured out on his own people. Imagine your life as a place where others can glean of the goodness of God, where others can receive of the goodness of God through what he's been doing in you. What a wonderful but challenging thought. So let's get super practical here at the end. What do you need to shift or change in your life to leave more room for God? And I don't know what he's been maybe speaking to you during this message. Maybe he's talking to you about your finances. Maybe that was a struggle coming into COVID. If you didn't have savings um, or a little bit of extra, maybe that caused problems for your business or your home life. Maybe you need to begin to set aside money and start a savings account. Just some super practical things um, that are actually good stewardship and biblical principles that would leave you a little bit of room in your life. And what if you put a little bit of money aside every month and then said, God, what do you want to do with that money? It doesn't have to be a lot. Maybe he would ask you to bless somebody else, to buy groceries for another family, to put gas in someone's car or buy a gift for somebody. Maybe he wants to bless somebody through your life, but if you're stretched to the limit all of the time, you won't be able to do that and be obedient to what he wants to do. How can you set better boundaries with your time? Are there things you need to say no to? Are there things that you need to actually or areas of your life, people in your life where you actually need to draw the line and say, I'm not going to do everything that you asked me to do. And that might even be church stuff. It might even be volunteering or service. I don't know what it is for you, but maybe there's a line that you need to draw so that you can actually have a little bit more wiggle room in your life. It would be healthier for you than saying yes to everything. You don't have to do everything. That's not healthy. Um, and the other area is just service and ministry. What is God calling you to be involved in right now? And what is he actually asking you to lay down? I go through this practice at least once a year in my own life. And I, I look at everything that's on my plate and I just say, God, what is it that you want me to actually lean into more in the coming season? And what things do I actually maybe need to set aside or say no to or remove from my life entirely in this season so that I can serve you the best that I possibly can. We need those regular moments, that rhythm of realignment with what God's asking us to do for this season of our lives. So right now I'm looking at my life between now and the end of the year and just going, okay, here's my calendar of events. Here's all the things that I need to do. Where can I carve out time and leave room for what God wants to do? because that's really it. It's not about our agenda and what we wanna do. It's about surrendering our lives and our will to what he really would want to do. So we need to learn a healthy way to realign. And what is it on a weekly basis that helps you just realign with God and rest in his presence? For me, that's going for a walk, listening to worship music and praying while I walk is a, is a great way for me to just reset a little bit. I get out of my house, I get away from the people I'm with all of the time, and I get out alone and I just walk, I put in my headphones, listen to worship music for the first little bit, then I take them out and I just pray 
the rest of the way and talk to God. It's such a great way for me to realign. So what is it for you? What do you love to do that helps you rest, but also realign with God? Maybe you love to be in nature and outside is, is a good place for you to do that. Or maybe it's alone, like even in a quiet place in your house that you have set aside. Whatever is the best for you, make sure you carve that into your schedule. That's something that I feel we've lost a little bit in this season too, because we have been home with our families. We maybe lost those opportunities where, you know, in the afternoon I take a coffee before I pick up my kids and I take that alone time or whatever it is for you. Maybe you lost that in this season and you need to kind of reshift your schedule to get it back in there so you can be continually realigning yourself with the Lord and leaving room for him to work in your life. I hope this message is encouraging for you today and just super practical. Um, as I said, this is stuff that I'm applying to my own life. And so I just wanted to share it with you today because I think it would be just practical and helpful for us to all look at our schedules, look at our time, and leave some room for God to work. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope to see you live in person next week. But if that's not an option for you and your family, we totally respect that. And we will be back online next Sunday as well. We'll see you then. We hope that you are challenged and inspired by what you heard today, and that you're willing to allow God to work in and through your life in bigger ways this week. We'd love to stay connected with you on social media, facebook.com slash mountainparkchurch and instagram.com slash mountainparkchurch. Finally, if you have a story of how God has been working in and through you, we'd love to hear it. Just email us at mystory@mp.church and tell us how God has been working in your life lately.